Second and Goal Fantasy Podcast. I'm Calvin, your host, with you as always. And in today's show, I'm going to be reacting to week 16 of fantasy football and previewing the week 17 waiver wire. It's time. It is championship week. It's championship week for fantasy football at last. So I hope you have made it all the way. Thank you so much for tuning in throughout the year if you have done so. I'm going to try to lead you guys to a fantasy championship, help you guys to a championship in this final week here. We're in the home stretch, only one more to go, and then the meaningless week 18, which you shouldn't have your fantasy leagues playing in in the first place. For most people, the championship will be this week. So I'll give you all the advice you need to be able to prepare. And of course, if I don't get to any of your questions on the show, you can send them over on Twitter at Calvin underscore SGF at SGF pod for the podcast. Second and goal fantasy at gmail.com. You can send emails there. So we'll get into the reactions in the waiver wire. The championship preview episode the, is the week 17 preview is on Thursday. I would like to start, though, by stating that I am in the championship in my home league, in my main home league. This year, we decided to make a new league. I usually don't play in money leagues, but this one is a money league. So it was extra important for me. And we didn't end up getting 12 people. We had eight people. But I talked a lot of smack to my friends, as I always do. And I'm glad to have backed it up and been able to get to the fantasy championship. So feeling really quite solid right now heading into the fantasy championship because I got a big win over the number one seed in the semifinals. So I'm going to try to get that victory. And I feel like my team is on the rise, doing pretty well. I could have used a better performance from a guy like Josh Jacobs last week, but I still won pretty easily. And so I'll keep you guys updated. That's my main home league. I hope I take it down. So I'm in it just as much as you guys are right now in the championship trying to get the victory. So appreciate you all tuning in. Let's get into the show. Let's start out with some news and talking about the injuries of the week. We're going to take a look at the notable injuries from week 16, from Saturday's games, from Sunday's games. I think these are... These might, uh, I don't know if these are just from Saturday. They might be, but these are still most of the injuries of the week. And so we'll get into those and we'll start off. I believe Travis Homer, he had an injury last, this week, of course. That's not going to be too massive for fantasy football, but of course he was getting some more work um, behind Kenneth Walker. And when Walker was injured primarily for the Seattle Seahawks. Other than that, Hunter Henry was hurt. Johnny Smith was hurt. Both of them were kind of inconsistent for the Patriots, but now, of course, they're needing some tight end help for sure. Kylan Granson got hurt. Um, she Smith got hurt. Not much for the injury front for fantasy football, which was good to see for this week. So those were all of the injuries. Let's jump into their reactions for the week. Reactions. We're going to look at the leaders and the busts at each position. The quarterback won on the week in PPR scoring was, well, of course, doesn't really change it depending on his PPR scoring for the quarterbacks, but for the wide receivers and running backs and tight ends, it does. The quarterback one is Dak Prescott. Had a big game against Philadelphia. That was a fun one, a really back and forth battle between him and Gardner Minshew, and he had a fantastic game, 347 yards and three touchdowns, so fantasy managers of him should be feeling good on the start heading into the fantasy championship. Jared Goff. Doing well against this Panthers secondary. Of course, we had the horn injury that helped a lot. The Lions are on the rise. He's a streamer you can maybe plug in in um, depending on your quarterback situation. Those are the main like QB breakouts of the week. Busts on the week. Justin Fields wasn't great. He's been more inconsistent and unreliable. So when you start him, you have to understand that that's going to be a risk for you from here on out. Russell Wilson was really horrific. Derek Carr has struggled quite a bit. Justin Herbert really though was the main bust on the week. I think we can expect him. 
to do better next week. But I actually, in another league, I, I w- I'm in the constellation ladder in this league, so I didn't do quite as well, but I needed Justin Herbert to stay under 1.9, and he almost did. I lost by less than two, so ended up losing anyway, but that would have been a really crazy Monday night miracle for me if Justin Herbert had stayed, or I mean, I guess it was a Sunday night miracle because... It was Sunday night football, but it felt like Monday night football because all the games were on Saturday. But you know what I mean? Justin Herbert was still a big bust. You should probably be able to plug him in, though, next week. RBs. Who would have thunk it? The RB1 of the week, Cam Akers. If you're still in the fantasy playoff ladder with Cam Akers, he probably led you to the fantasy championship week in style with three touchdowns, 118 yards. He actually has looked surprisingly a lot better. Finally settled in from that Achilles injury. That's a hard injury to recover from, but he's looked good. Saquon Barkley getting some good receiving work, getting managers a little more comfortable with starting him next week, which of course you should be. Leonard Fournette has been on the rise. Playoff Lenny, despite playing through an injury, looked pretty good. James Conner had a nice week. I mean, James Conner has just been really underrated heading into the year and throughout the year, and I feel like you definitely should be continuing to start him boss Cordero Patterson. Now that's a guy. Maybe you don't want to start anymore because Tyler Algier seems to be taking over this backfield. He's too risky at this point for me, Aaron Jones, Brian Robinson. I mean, this made sense against this San Fran defense. I told you to start him. He had 5.8 fantasy points. So probably not my best pick, but of course he didn't get in the end zone. Didn't get any targets in the receiving game. He still gets a lot of work though. So we can be started going forward. So again, Jones was a bust. I mean, it's really, I mean, Jones is risky heading into this week. You're going to really have to take a look at your RBs and figure that one out because it's it's hard to trust him as anything more than like a risky high, a, a flex kind of play at this point. And Sanders got some yards. It wasn't that great. I think we can still start him in fantasy lineups going forward. Wide receivers, wide receiver one, CD Lamb was awesome. Justin Jefferson was awesome. Devontae Smith, I mean, look at his breakout. He's been pretty great. I think you can load him up, and he showed there were no concerns with him, even with Gardner Minshew in the lineup. T. Higgins, Jalen Waddle, you should be consistently starting these guys. Kendrick Bourne had a weird pop-up game. I think he's a risky streamer if you need one, because two of the last three weeks he's had a good week, but, of course, not very reliable at this point. But with the injuries of Smith and Hunter Henry, maybe a guy you can look for, maybe. If you really like need to stomach that for fantasy championship week, you could absolutely try it. Busts. I mean, look at this. Stefan Diggs knocking people out of the console or the the play fantasy playoffs with a miserable week. Mike Williams. I mean, obviously you should be starting Diggs going forward. Williams has always been his risky self. Mike Evans, I think, can start for you going forward despite this week. Juju Smith Schuster, a little more risky, a little more of a flex play, depending on your guys there. And I don't think I mean I'm looking for Devontae Adams' stats. I don't think he had I, I'm pretty sure he had a pretty bad week as well i'm trying to pull up his exact stats though at the moment but he did not do well yeah two receptions for 15 yards that is pretty brutal for your fantasy teams as well you should be starting those guys going forward but if stefan if you had stefan Diggs and Devonte adams as wide receivers this week it was not fun at all for you that's for sure Tight ends, the tight end one on the week, TJ Hawkinson. Start him riding high in a fantasy championship week. Tyler Higby is a little more risky, but it gave you a lot of confidence heading off of that nine reception for 94 yards and two touchdowns week against Denver. I think you can start him if need be because, I mean, that was a fantastic performance. There's a lot to like there. George Kittle, I mean, the commanders have really been stingy against tight ends, but Kittle showed a connection with Brock Purdy, and I think he's going to be a little more involved going forward. And Shane Zylstra. I'm not sure what happened here, but he got three touchdowns for Detroit that I, that's just something I would never be able to start him. He's far too risky for me, but like three touchdowns, 
kind of nice, but only five catches. So that touchdown rate is pretty darn high. Busts on the week, Dalton Schultz. It's been a disappointing year for Dalton Schultz. If you really need someone, he's in that conversation as a back end tight end one for sure. Uh, Daniel Bellinger, probably a little, probably a guy I wouldn't start next week. I mean, he's been a guy I've needed to stream at times throughout the season, but it's a little tough to trust at this point. Let's get into waiver wire before we wrap up the show. These guys are rostered in 40% or less of ESPN leagues prior to Monday Night Football. Number one is Tyler Algier. He's available in a lot of leagues, and if you need a running back to start, he looks like the starter over Cordero Patterson. This is a great pickup for you. Jahan Dotson, he was a waiver wire pickup on the show last week as well. Also a boom pick on last week's podcast. He had a good game, a really, really good game that could have been even better. He had multiple big plays that were called back due to penalties in that game as well. Jahan Dotson should be picked up and can be started in Fantasy Championship Week because he is looked great and he's honestly I mean at times McLaurin's been blanketed and he's been the guy that the commanders have relied on for long stretches Isaiah Hodgins speaking of guys that are being relied on he looks like the wide receiver one in for the Giants right now and Richie James has had some production too so if you need some plug and plays Hodgins is the better one but both could potentially be streamed and Russell Gage is risky but over these last few weeks he has been getting a safe target floor relatively so if you really need someone at wide receiver I would say I mean the guys ahead of him of course are better options but if it's an emergency, Russell Gage is not the worst pickup you could have. So that wraps up the show. Thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to follow on Twitter at Calvin underscore SGF at SGF pod, fantasy at gmail.com. I feel like I'm going to say that faster and faster each week. Maybe one of these days I'm going to say it so fast that nobody's going to be able to hear it. But be sure to do all of those things. Leave a review on the podcast. That would be really appreciated. Thank you all for tuning in. It was a fun show. Next episode is the Fantasy Championship Week preview. It's going to be time on Thursday to get you prepped to get that fantasy championship win that you've been waiting for all year. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.